the What You Think podcast. What You Think podcast. Like, you know how somebody be like, what you think? What you think? What you think? Yeah. The What You Think. What You Think. What You Think podcast. Yeah. I love it. So welcome back to another segment of What You Think with Cece. Andre. And thank you for joining us once again and Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's. It's 2020. Yeah. In here. 2020 vision. <laughs> Stop. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about some New Year resolutions that we got planned for this year. Oh, man. You want to start? Okay. You going to put me in the hot seat first? Do it. So... I'm basic as hell, right? So, of course, I have losing weight. Okay. okay. I for sure want to do that. No, yeah. Um, I've been, like, under a lot of treatment lately yeah, and taking all yeah. kinds of steroids and stuff for legal reasons. Right. Um, so, I really want to work on my health. I think that it's um, it's an all-the-way-around thing, right? So, like, I feel like the healthier I feel, the better I'll feel, yeah. the better I'll look. Right. So I'm really just like trying to get into like not necessarily like pushing myself to do it, but I want to like gain the confidence to do it again. Yeah. You know, and I'm not young as I used to be. Mm-hmm. So shit is like a struggle. I'm I'm saying yep. I feel you. I feel you. And you be busy, like, you know, having like a million things to mm-hmm. do throughout the day. So, you know, it's, it's a little harder. It's a little harder to find the time. It's a little harder to get the motivation. <laughs> And it's a lot easier to make excuses, I think. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. now you're like, oh, I got to go to work. And then I got to, if you live by yourself, you got to clean your house. You got to run all these errands. And it's just like, oh, fuck, I didn't have time anymore. Yeah. Um. So I haven't been working. So I have no excuse. Like, at this yeah. point, I've reached a level in my life where I'm just like, mm-hmm. hey, you got to get off your ass. Yeah. So in hopes to reach a better health, um. I went ahead and I got a dog. Yeah. yeah. I got a dog, you guys. Um, and my boyfriend actually gifted me her. And I have a dog now. And she's keeping me on my toes at all times. Like, Oh, yeah. Mad energy. Mm-hmm. So that's for one. I want to lose some weight. And I'm trying to save money. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to save some money because Lord knows rent is ridiculous out here in L.A. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to move out. I'm trying to do... You know, I'm trying to, I don't believe in renting, mm. so I really am looking forward to buying a house instead. Yeah. Would you want to buy a house here or somewhere else? You know, that's the hard part. I think that's the hard part because I want to stay close to home, mm-hmm. so I'd probably do like Glendale or something, mm-hmm. but I don't, I wouldn't do like South LA. Okay. I, I wouldn't do South LA. Um because I'm ready to see other places, you mm-hmm. know, like, and although Glendale's maybe like a 45 minute drive from where I live now, it's mm-hmm. still a very different culture out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm trying to look into that, but I also like don't want to skip steps. Like, I also don't want to be like, oh, I want to buy a house. And then you never like had that experience of like having an apartment and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to save money to do that. Yeah. And I'm trying to get this podcast going. Those, oh, are, yeah. those are my oh, New Year's those, resolutions. That's a, that's a, yeah, that's definitely time, like high on the list. Yes. High on the list. I like I like those. I like those. Okay, saving money, you know, getting you know, you got a dog, you got some those are some big life changes happening. Yes. Losing weight, you know. Yep. Nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with that. Gotta get that spring summer body ready, right? you know, Go, get strong. Hey. And your girl about to be a citizen. Oh. We're about to be a U.S. citizen, yep. Ooh. Papers came in the mail. So oh, let's go. We're going to be go. traveling, honey. How, how long you How long you been going through that process? Um, Not that long. I applied mm. to be a U.S. citizen for about maybe like six months ago. Yeah? My my I have great attorneys, you guys. I have great attorneys, let me tell the you. The attorneys. Yes. The attorneys yes. be on their job. Let's yes, go. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> sir. Because you're getting paid, so you better be doing yeah. something now yeah. for sure. But for those of you who know me, you know that I'm all about good attorneys. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, I'm super grateful within the next two weeks it's going to be done for. And yeah. this body has to be ready for Miami Beach oh. in the summer. Like, we going. We, we going flying out. Oh, when we leaving? <laughs> 
Give me the date. Give me the date and the time. We booking it now. I'm ready. Yes, but that's another thing. I feel you. Um, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on the same thing. Uh, saving money. Saving money is definitely a big one. Um, uh, I'm, I'm still in the gym. That's kind of like a, like I don't really like. I don't really like resolutions because mm-hmm. I feel like after like a month you'd be like yeah. you'd be like ah yeah. whatever. But like, you know, so I just want to make that like a lifestyle change just to be just to be okay. more active. You know what I mean? You like, heard it here first. You know, lifestyle. So you gotta change your lifestyle a little bit. Um but yeah, doing that, uh this podcast, uh progressing my music, um, and just being more more vocal. I want to be more vocal this year. Okay. I want to talk a little more. Yeah. Which is which is good for this podcast, right? Like, yeah. You know, wanting to talk a little bit. This is a step forward. Yeah. Oh that. yeah. It's it's actually helping me a lot. You know. Okay. I'm yeah, glad. Because so, I'd be I'd be like, man, let me go. Let me actually have a conversation with somebody like so that I can be ready for this podcast when right. I gotta talk no. for however long. You know. Of course, and for those of you joining us for the first time, that's what this podcast is about. Yeah. Is we're encouraging you guys to have a conversation, yeah. um, to be understanding of others, to gain new perspectives. Um, mm. You know, we, we do it all here. Yeah. You're going to hear it all here. You know, we're not limiting ourselves to the topics that we're going to touch base upon. And I, uh, Dre and I are going to share our perspectives and we're going to try our best to not be biased. Yeah. But we're hey, we're try. human, you know what I mean? Like right. we're human right. and we're prone to make mistakes. Yeah. But we welcome all criticism. <laughs> but um you know, but we're just here to be better and to um yeah. share our knowledge with you guys through this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I- I'm glad that it's like encouraging you to have conversations and oh, yeah. it's definitely doing the same thing for me like I'm a better listener because of mm-hmm. this podcast because I'm trying to learn how to be a better listener yeah you know so and I and I want to be a better listener so that I can learn more and mm. um I want to gain like new perspectives from other people's experiences mm-hmm. so yeah definitely this podcast is definitely put me in a new headspace where I'm constantly challenging everything that I'm learning and thinking about. Mm, mm-hmm. So I'm glad that, that that's, that's what it's doing for you. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Absolutely. That's good. Um, you got... Well, I guess you, you already mentioned what you want this year. You got anything else you want this year? Like, you, know, like, you know what? There is another thing I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um... I've seen it a lot trending on Twitter, and it's uh, people talking about cutting off toxic family members. Ooh. And I think that's such a good one. Like that's I I really wanted to um, talk about that a lot more this year because I feel like growing up, our perspective in my household was like, oh, you know, somebody has like toxic traits, but that's fine because it's your uncle or it's your mom or it's your dad or it's your siblings and you have to love them unconditionally. Right. That's kind of like the perspective that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. But going through the shit that I've gone through in my life, yeah. I'm kind of like, fuck no. Right, no. Fuck no. no. Like, yeah. hell no. There's no way I'm letting you drag me back and forth to hell. Mm-hmm. And then it's just going to be all cool because if you don't set those... Boundaries. Boundaries, yeah. Yeah. If you don't set those boundaries, then it's easy for people to take advantage of you. And um, unfortunately, nine times out of ten, the people that do that are your family members. People closest to you. So, um, so Dre, do you have any toxic family members you want to get rid of this year? Oh, whoa. You want me to to put their names out there? Like, oh, man. I mean, you don't have to name them, but, you know. You know, honestly... my family's pretty, they're, they're pretty solid right now. Yeah. I mean, like, I think that, you know, every family has their issues. Of course. I think that we have a lot of places we could improve <laughs> as a family. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but no, my family's cool. They just, um, I think, I <laughs> think, it. I think, no, I think it goes back to that point of like, they would like it if I said more. <laughs> so really? like, okay. I think they would like it if I was like more vocal about the things that I feel and like the things that I think about things. So like, and take more of a, maybe more of a leadership role in the family and stuff like that. So, okay. like, I think that 
that's that's going to be the the family change that needs to happen. I think that maybe I'm the toxic one. Uh oh. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh-oh. I'm joking. But <laughs> Andrea, what are you revealing about yourself on this podcast? He's just gonna let it all go on here. I'm just. Oh no, this is like my this is my comfort. Like I'm just like <laughs> this is my space. I'm just gonna come in here and yeah. just say whatever I feel. Definitely. But no, like I I think that but that's that's like a really good point you just made though about like because. There are those family members that will just like they will take advantage for as long as you'll let them. Yep. And they and you know maybe maybe it's something where they don't even realize that they're doing it. Right. And like they just they just automatically just like hey like you know I need you to do this thing or like or or um, I'm gonna treat you this specific way and and I you can't do anything about it because we're family. You know what I mean? So yeah, cut those people off. Don't yeah because they need to learn that lesson the hard way. Right. Yeah. No, I definitely went ahead and cut them off a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But I have friends who are still in this cycle. And it's like they get their hopes up because they're finally in a good space with this family member. Mm-hmm. And then here we go again. Like yeah. they ask they ask for something. They need them to do something. Or mm-hmm. they just are disrespectful in a way and it it sucks because i'm like you're in this constant cycle like when do you say enough is enough like when Mm -hmm. do you just and i know it's harder because they're family members Mm -hmm. but i I don't care honestly right like i've grown to be that person where i'm like i don't care and also like we're we're cutting off all things toxic this year yeah yeah we we are not this is a new decade yeah if you haven't already, you need to delete the numbers. <laughs> you need to block <laughs> them on all social media. Delete the text threads. Delete. Yes. Yeah. It is, it's, um, it's, time. it's time. It really is. It's time to let go. It's mm-hmm. time to just put that hurt and you got to put it away and you got to lock it up and you just got to move on with your life because mm-hmm. shit happens for a reason. You got to learn to um, go with it. You got to live with it. You got to mm-hmm. learn from it. And that's part of up becoming a grown-up yeah and i agree you're better off making those mistakes now than making them when you're freaking married with kids you know what i mean yeah yeah that's that's something that i've learned is just make your mistakes now before right you're fucking 50 and you're like on your deathbed and you're like oh fuck oh my god should have done them then right right Mm -hmm. yeah my so i was when i was born my dad was uh 22 wow that was 22 and i'm 26 I couldn't imagine having a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, like, I got to work my shit out now. I got to work it out now yep. so that I can, like, be a better, hopefully, I'll be a parent in the future. But <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that works out. But, like, yeah, so I, just so I can be a better person in the future, you know. So I got to work my shit out while I'm young. And That's what I'm saying. It's the best time to do it, you know. So take um, that extra step take the leap of faith and do do what you fear most that's really you know i started this journey early back in the end of 2019 where i was just like you know what what makes me uncomfortable and it was having these conversations it was Mm -hmm. being this uh honest with people because there um is no safe safe place for uh controversy these days Mm -hmm. and so that's when i came up with the idea of like the podcast and i I knew you were going to be a great person because I'm like, you're like, you think you're not that vocal, but like mm-hmm. with me, I, I absolutely love it because I'm just like, we can talk about anything and it'll be fine. You yeah. know what I mean? Because we don't judge each other. Right. So I started that journey back in October and now I'm in this place where I'm just like, dude, you got to do whatever it is you're afraid of doing. Like, oh, yeah. whether it's applying for that job, mm-hmm. uh, transferring schools, applying for that loan, like whatever it is, yeah. do it. You got to do it because as cliche as it sounds like you miss every shot you don't take. That's that's real, though. That's and, real. That's game. That's like pure game right there. And we're getting old quick. Oh, yeah. Like the world is, <laughs> is, is happy. It's like moving really mm-hmm. fast. And I think that's actually that is another uh that's another resolution I have is overcoming every fear that I have. Okay. Yeah. I want to, I want to do everything that I'm scared of. Okay. So, so what are we talking about? Uh, skydiving? I want to do, um, 
things on the ground that I'm scared of. Okay, I hear you. <laughs> things, things that are not life-threatening. <laughs> <laughs> We're not there yet. Nah, Relax. No, I'm, I'm not there yet. Actually, you know what? Matter of fact, because I'm not getting on. Like, I hate roller coasters. What? I hate roller coasters. I think my boyfriend is too. My uncle, my uncle took me to Six Flags. He paid for everything. Yeah. And, then, and then he was like, he was like you're not going to get on nothing? And I was like, he was like, you, you don't like roller coasters, do you? And I was like, no. He was like, why are we here? I know. He's like, why don't we come here? I'm like, I, I don't know. I just, I, you were paying for it. I didn't know. I didn't want to say no. I didn't want to say no. What? How am I going to turn down Six Flags? Right. You know, so. so oh, yeah. you should have called me. Yeah, I, I should have. <laughs> I love roller coasters. I think really? my boyfriend's scared of roller coasters. Really? Because we've been together for four years, and he has not budged. Like, he will not come to Six Flags with me. Really? And I used to be um, a gold member with them for like two years straight because I freaking love roller coasters. Yeah. But man, like I can't get him to come. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, but you, man, you got to work through those fears. Hopefully he'll work through them. Yeah. And while we're on the topic of fears, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to talk about um, the fear of coping mm. with pain mm. and hurt. Okay. And anything in between, right? Okay. So, um, talking about New Year's resolutions, though, let's talk about some New Year resolutions for mental health. Mm-hmm. I see that that's a topic that's um, thankfully not too taboo to talk about in mm-hmm. our day and age. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, people are more willing to talk about their depression um, and their anxiety more openly. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I've noticed that people are getting comfortable with talking about it on social media yeah so whether that's like instagram or twitter or snapchat and you know i've seen videos of people where they will record themselves like crying and um you know they go on twitter and they're like oh like i'm depressed i'm feeling this this and this Mm -hmm. that's fine you know that that's fine but you know what i hate seeing i absolutely hate seeing those people where they're like oh stop publicizing your mental health issues mm. on social media because you're only doing it for attention. Mm. Yeah. A part of me is like, no fucking shit. Right. Like, give this person some fucking attention. Obviously, yeah. they're lacking in um, one place in their lives. So mm-hmm. why not give that person attention? Right. Like, you know, why does it burden us to mm-hmm. be like, hey, are you okay? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Checking in on a person. Mm-hmm. simply out of the kindness of your heart. I feel like, when did that become such a fucking issue? Right. Because when people, you know, commit suicide, everybody's like, oh, why didn't they reach out? Mm-hmm. You know, um, why didn't they talk about it with us? Or why didn't they ask for help? Mm-hmm. I think tweeting about it, Snapchatting it, or putting it on Instagram is a cry for help. It is. And I think that people take that for granted, Absolutely. you know? And I think that we're so... With social media, it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's like, it. there's no gray area. You're either like completely. Not like you, you either, um, you are either like numb to everything or you feel everything. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's, it, we live in a world of extremes. I, I've been like saying that a lot lately and mm-hmm. I feel like it's really true. Yeah. It's like everything is either really, um, it's desensitizing or it's um, you feel very like or you feel very sensitive, you know what I mean? Right. To, to other people's struggles, to, you know, uh, to the plights of the world, things mm-hmm. like that. And the Internet and the Internet will amplify that by a million. You know Absolutely. I mean? In either direction. So I think that. Yeah, I think. But I think it's good that people will. I mean, OK. No, I do. I actually, I do. I do. I think it's good that people <laughs> share when they're going through something because mm-hmm. I think that it's harder to go through something alone. Of course. Than if you have somebody reach out and maybe like you know be able to help. And you, but the but the other side of that I will say is that that person has to also be willing to like accept the help, the and help, ready to course. ready to take in the help and actually apply whatever whatever the advice is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's important. I completely agree. I do think that you can't help somebody who does not see a problem Mm -hmm. with what they're struggling with or if they don't want the help. It's just as much as you want to change that person, it's not going to happen until they decide that that's what they want for themselves. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, the thing with social media that I wanted to touch base upon is like, why do we take this shit so seriously? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, half the shit on online is incredible anyway. Yeah. But nowadays, we take everything super serious. Mm-hmm. And once again, we. It's as easy as reading a headline or a caption these days, you know, like we don't care to get the full story on it that because that's not what sells. We're just going to come up with the shadiest caption there is and we're just going to fucking clickbait you and then that's it. Like it's as easy as that. And I feel like people have become so entitled Mm -hmm. to, you know, like celebrity lives. Mm -hmm. Like People are like, oh, you can't post this or you can't do that. And I'm like. Who gives a shit anyway, though? Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so like, that's what I'm saying. Like, social media is just black or white. There's like no in between. Like, you are either overly fucking sensitive about everything, mm-hmm. or you're numb to mm-hmm. like the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my message for everybody is just really like, don't take shit so seriously. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, do what helps you because at the end mm-hmm. of the day you're really all you got like nobody really cares like you can have as many followers as you want none of that matters essentially it's mm-hmm. really just up to you so if you want to cope on twitter mm-hmm. or on your social medias go for it like yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like but just stop deteriorating these people like stop bringing them down right. for coping the best way that they know how right or for crying for help the the only way that they may know how right you know what i mean like like let's just cut the shit like who mm-hmm. cares these days everybody's so fucking entitled like oh yeah. twitter's not your diary well fucking unfollow me like yeah. who, you know yeah, what I you mean? don't have to follow people like then. literally yeah. it's literally it's a choice so cut the shit. Let's start acting like grownups 2020. Right. <laughs> because we can, we need to stop taking this social media shit way too seriously. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about our perspectives on one of the most controversial topic I've noticed once again on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Twitter is such a reliable source, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah. That's where I do all my research. Twitter, Twitter <laughs> is my favorite form of social media. I don't even I don't even tweet that much. I just look yeah. just like just to watch. It's so like it's so much raw thought. Yep. And just I agree. like it's because you can find the good, the bad, the ugly, ugly. everything on Twitter. Everything. It's Absolutely everything. Outrageous. Like um, I love it. And I, I love it because it's like shit that you don't even follow will pop up on your thing and then you'll be like oh shit yeah or like yeah. no I don't you know you learn so much from that um, app but what I wanted to talk about is I've seen this is also a trend where like women have this perspective that if your boyfriend doesn't post you on social media it's for shady reasons right so yeah. I'm gonna put you on the hot seat on this one. Oh really okay. I'm gonna put you on the hot seat okay. I wanna know how you feel about it. Let let our fellow women listeners okay. hear your perspective. Um, I personally am a really private person. So okay. I don't be trying to like post on post my, you know, significant other on social media if I'm seeing somebody like you won't find out through Instagram or Twitter. Like Okay. Yeah, I don't think anybody would would ever know. So what? yeah, so I mean, like if that's a if that's an issue, then that might be a like you know a conversation to be had. Like right. you know what I mean? Like I and some people some people want and I guess need that validation. Mm-hmm. And, and you know I'm not I'm not opposed to like maybe like posting a picture every now and then, but right. like you know to be like oh like you know like posting every day. Like I see people post of their yeah you know what I mean Endless like their, it's their whole Instagram and you're like. Have a life outside, outside of that person, <laughs> like at all? Like, are you are y'all attached at the hip? Right. You guys, I don't, I don't get it. But yeah, me personally, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not about it. But I did, I, I did have a, a girl that I was with that uh-huh. was really like, oh, you, you just like you be entertaining all these girls that that, that they comment on your pictures, and mm-hmm. I'd be like. I'm not entertaining nothing. They just comment. Like, right. it's just social media. I'm not it's tripping not about it. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's not <laughs> my fault they were really comment on my shit. That's but, funny. But the other side of that is I can also see where it's like, if if those people don't know that you're in a relationship, they'll, they're liable to say anything to you. So it's like right. they, they think that you're, you know, single. So they're like, oh, like, hey, what's up? You looking good. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, you're like, see, uh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> 
<laughs> where do you draw the line? Like, where is uh, the proper the proper boundary? Mm. That's what I'm trying. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, how? I mean, do you hold your partner accountable for those situations where, like, mm. you know, like if women don't know that you're with this guy, mm. and then you have women just going crazy for their content? Mm. I mean, do you hold your partner accountable for that? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it. Like I said, like there's there's just like I feel like there's some people who are like I'm not for it. I'm private. I don't want to do the blasting my partner on social media. And then there's the people where they fucking do it. Like, and there's yeah. that's all there is on their social media. So right. That's what I'm saying. It's like where is like the gray area? Like mm-hmm. where do you meet halfway? What is you know, because I feel like if you have a partner who wants to be shown off because it gives them some sort of validation that they may need, mm-hmm. um, like, do you give into that? I mean, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, what do you do? Like, what, where is that gray area? Like, yeah. what is enough to the point where, like, you're not blasting your life because you're private, but also, like, catering to her because I feel like it's a sense of, like, reassurance. Mm-hmm. reassuring her right yeah and i feel like that i mean if it's like who that's what i'm saying like social media is way too fucking serious these days <laughs> right. it's way too serious because yeah. i'm like now you have a girl like oh he doesn't post me and twi- the girl on twitter is saying if you don't post me like you're mm-hmm. obviously cheating on me right, right you know what i mean yeah and then it's like then you get a male perspective and it's like mm-hmm. oh well i'm just private and then i'm just like well yeah like where's the gray area got you i got you i got you but you know, like I think that that it, it can come down to, it's it's like I said, like conversations. It's all just like communication and like you know seeing where you're both at with that. And if hey, like if you if you if someone needs that for validation and and you want to give that to them, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like so, mm-hmm. if you want to like post that person like however much or you know whatever, mm-hmm. then like that's fine. But if, you know, you don't want to do that and that person still wants you to do that, then you're going to have to, like, maybe meet, like, a middle ground. In the gray area. That's what I'm saying. Like, Like, where's the gray area? Right, right. I got you. I got you. Yeah. It's it's tough. It's tough. We live in in a world where everybody shows off everything that they're doing at every moment and who they're with and, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it it's tough. It's tough. Especially, I think... You know, I think it's actually no. I was gonna say it's it's maybe harder for for women, mm-hmm. but I I think it might be equal on both sides because a lot of a lot of men have those same insecurities where they're like if they have a if they have a woman who's like really good looking yeah and they're like oh like I don't want these dudes because you know it's that's what you, I'm you, saying y'all DMs be on fire that's exactly but that's what I'm saying like yeah. see how that's very contradicting because. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, now you're thinking she's trying to keep you a secret because right. those DMs are hot. See mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if she, God forbid she's an attractive woman right. and she doesn't post you. Yeah. But if it's a man who's, um, it doesn't even matter. Like, that's my point. It doesn't even matter how the person is attractive. Mm-hmm. Regardless, there's always going to be mm-hmm. women or men who are interested in your significant other. Mm. I just think that it's important to have, um, I keep blinking out. Like, this word is not coming to me today. A uh, boundary. It's important yeah. to have these boundaries. Yeah. Um, where your partner is being honest um, to the point where like, he, you know, he can be like, hey, I, I'm with somebody. Right. I yeah. think that's the I think for me, that's the gray area. It's like I don't mm. I don't really, you know, personally for me, it's like I don't whatever you want to post me. You don't want to post me. That's right. fine. But when I get this six pack going. And my ass is poking. You feel me? Like, right, right. don't be over here posting me. Right. Doing right. the most. Talking about, oh, this is my girl. And I yeah. wasn't your girl when I was 20 pounds heavy. You feel right, me? Right, Like, that's yeah. always the thing. Like, yeah. personally, I'm just like, if you're not going to post me, don't post me. If you're going to post me, post me. I don't care. Like, yeah. 
whatever the case may be, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Just don't contradict yourself. I mm-hmm. like consistency. Consistency. You know what I mean? Like, I like consistency. I, if you don't want to post me, don't post me now. Don't post me later. Yeah. Don't post me ever. Okay. And if you are going to post me, just, that's fine. That's cool, too. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, right. I don't care. I'm an open book. That's why we have this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, to lay it all on the table for you and hit us up. Uh, tell us in the DMs what you think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you think, hey, my boyfriend's not posting me enough. It's- I mean, you know, like we there's said, a lot of, there's a lot of dimensions there. It could be a lot of things. Yeah. It could be a it, lot it could, of things. That's the thing. Like, and I think that that's what scares women and men, um, mm. that it's just like uncertainty. Like, yeah. are you hiding me? Right. Or are you really just private? Like, right. Yeah. You know, and I think it's, it, it usually probably just comes down to knowing your partner. Yeah. You absolutely. know, you have to absolutely have a great foundation in your relationship mm-hmm. where you can be like, I know you're private. I know that's not what you're about. And mm-hmm. also, like, if... I'm going to give you guys an example. Like, if you're fucking... To me, if you're at dinner mm-hmm. and he's posting the steak, but he's not posting you <laughs> nine times out of ten, I ain't even got to tell you, ladies, okay? I'm, please, if you're taking trips together and you're nowhere to be found, I mean, like... Okay, that's... If, if that's, you go out to dinner and he posts the steak and not you... <laughs> you know what I mean? That's... Okay, yeah, that's a, that's a little. Yeah. And if she's paying for the dinner, oh, don't let. You know what nah, I mean? Nah, nah, oh nah, nah, man, nah, nah. We, see what I'm not, saying, ladies? We, like, hey, to my guys, we not we not doing that in 2020. We're not taking pictures of the state. <laughs> we gotta leave all that shit in the past. Huh? You gotta you gotta take a picture of, of both and be like and be like, yeah, the steak was good, but that's the real meal. Yep, that's game. Exactly, that's what we You're need. Welcome. 2020, we need better communication, ladies. Let him know that you want to be posted. Let him know that you're not taking this shit. And, and if you don't want to be posted, let him know not to post you. Don't let him burn your game either. Which <laughs> you, I'm all for it. Like women and men, I don't care. Right. And also, here's another thing I want to talk about. Let's talk about open relationships. Ooh, okay. This is a good this is a good I, conversation to have. I really okay. think that we're in a place where people are having a hard time c- committing really? to their partners. Mm-hmm. Um, it could it could just be like a generational thing, mm-hmm. um, but I, I'm seeing it a lot where like there's either just you're either like overly in fucking love with your partner or you're like independent as hell. Yeah, been single for hella long, mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like yeah. back again with like there's where's the gray area, and I think the gray area is having an open relationship. Mm-hmm. I really I like the concept of it, and mm-hmm. the reason why I love the concept of having an open relationship is because it allows for there to be transparency and honesty. Yeah. Because I think oftentimes, um, based on my experience, I feel like women overreact. Mm -hmm. So if a man is to tell us, hey, I think so-and-so is cute. Right. You know, there's it, you get two types of females. There's mm-hmm. gonna be the female that uh, right off the bat is gonna tell you like, uh, uh-uh, don't be looking at other bitches, blah blah blah. Right, right. Or there's gonna be the other female that's gonna be like, oh yeah, I think she's cute. And then in the back of her head is gonna mm-hmm. be like, okay, it, that's what he likes. Right. Do I look like that or not? You know right, what I mean? Right. So you can kind of <laughs> dig into those insecurities. Exactly. Yeah. And why, like, and I mean, shit. Like, why limit yourself when you're young? You know what I mean? Right. Like. Like, I'm saying, like, I see young couples and I'm just like, you're young as hell. Like, how do you even know what you want? You right, know what I mean? right. And yeah. I'm speaking for myself. I've been in the in the same relationship for the past four years. I just turned 21. Mm-hmm. Um, see, the thing I've learned is that you got to grow. You can't stop letting yourself grow. You can't just mm-hmm. stay the same stagnant person because that's how he met you. That's how he liked you. Mm-hmm. You got to keep allowing yourself to grow individually. Right. And if at the end of that development, you guys keep connecting, yeah. you guys keep having that chemistry, mm-hmm. then by all means, stay together. Right. You know what I mean? But there's some people that fucking outgrow them each other yeah. and they're still together. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking mad toxic. At least like open up the relationship. You know yeah. I mean? like, Not for real. I feel that. I, t- I said last... Uh, Last episode, I was like, you know, like if you gotta if you gotta dump that bum ass nigga, just mm-hmm. bump him, and it goes it, it goes for uh, it goes for the men too. Like if you got a bum ass girlfriend, you gotta let her go, or or whatever, or, you know, whatever your <laughs> interest is, is. Yeah, yeah, whatever your you know preference is. So yeah, I 
my my take on open relationships is um, I feel like they can be healthy, uh, dependent on how comfortable both partners are in the relationship. Um, for me personally, I'm too insecure. I couldn't do it. Really? I couldn't do it. I'm I'm way too insecure. Like I really like if yeah if if um. If a woman were to go and be like, all right, like, I'm going to go hang out with mm-hmm. so-and-so or whatever, this may or may not happen, I'm I'm obsessed. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. Like, where the she, fuck you at? Where are you? Are you? What's, what's happening now? Like, what's going on? Oh, my God, I can't believe. And then she comes home, and I'm like, damn. I'm like, you just went and did that, and now you're going to just come, come lay, in my, lay in bed? Like, damn. I mean, but do you feel that way if while she's with another person, you are as well? I might. I might, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand it. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. When, I, if I'm, if I'm, I'm just like, I'm totally like into monogamy, I guess. Like, okay. if I'm in a relationship, then like, right. that's what I'm, that's what I'm about. But like, it's, but it's based in that. But like, you have to, if you're going to be in that open relationship, you have to get over those insecurities. You of know course. what I mean? So, 100%. so if that's, if that's what your partner wants and that's, um, and you want to stay with that person, then you have to figure that out, you know. So if I was with somebody and they wanted to be in an open relationship, but I like, I really want to stay with this person, and like, right. and maybe later on we can we can close the relationship back up, you know what I mean? And like we can <laughs> we can patch we gonna up, close it down, we gonna shut it, we gonna shut this shit down. <laughs> <laughs> this shop, this shop is closed. For sure. But no, I gotta. Then I would have to, I would have to get over those insecurities. You know what I mean? But okay. I, but right now, nah, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. I'm about to, I'm about we're, to text you. I'm about to call you. I'm about to. I'm about to do Where everything. you at? Yeah. You must be ready. Yeah. What you? Yeah, come on. He ain't, he ain't that cute. Oh, stop. <laughs> See, but that's what I'm saying. Um, let's encourage our people. Yeah. To face those fears. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, they're let's just stop limiting ourselves you know mm-hmm. if shit isn't working out try new things constantly be on the move for something different you know if something doesn't work out let's go to the next thing you know so that's why i think an open relationship is such a great concept because it allows you to grow and it, there's no like certain like solid there's no solid um there's no solid commitment there. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't necessarily have to stay with that person. It allows you mm-hmm. to explore. And, I mean, like, if at the end of all that shit, you mm. end up back together, great. I think it's even better, honestly. Because Absolutely. now it's like you're certain that that's who you want. Right. And that's probably why the divorce rates are so fucking high up these days. Because people are yeah. marrying at a really young age. Yeah. Or they're marrying people... And they haven't lived their life. They're not mature enough to understand the concept of marriage, commitment, mm-hmm. honesty, loyalty, um, and communication, man. Right. And those are the things that we take for granted mm-hmm. these days. And that's why I think open relationships are awesome. I don't have an open relationship, though. So don't hit my DMs. <laughs> don't hit my man's DMs for sure. Because Yo, you're going to get me. You niggas. Nah, Luis will... <laughs> He will not knock one of you niggas. We're not playing that. We we not playing that one. Okay, so it's just the perspective that I've gained. Um, you know, so I like to speak on it. Um, but tell us, tell us how you feel. About open relationships. Absolutely. And whether they worked for you or not in the past. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dre and I haven't had an open relationship. No. So we're just speaking out of our ass. Oh yeah, yeah. And we don't advise that you take this. advice and run with it we just want to challenge new but see like okay so here's the thing like i've i've um so when i was in when i was in school i knew this uh this couple that was in an open relationship and i watched this scenario kind of play out we were mm-hmm. at we all had like an end of the year like class party right and then oh my god this was such a like this is such a heartbreaking moment for oh, me no. it, but it was just like it was like um we're, you know, everybody, it's like towards the end of the night, everybody's like real drunk and we're, you know, doing whatever. And then, so his, uh, his partner was dancing with like one of my friends Uh-oh. and they start making out 
he comes in the he comes into no. the living room and I watch all this I watch all this go down and I look oh. I see him see them and then I just see the look on his face and he's like there's like hurt in there oh my I god can, you can, see literally see his heartbreak just broke right then and there and then she like they they her and my friend like broke mm-hmm. the embrace and then like he saw like she saw him and then was like oh my god and then like went outside and like they're like you know it's like a big like ordeal and like oh my god it was so it was so hectic i was like no if you guys could see dre's face right now i swear to god he's laughing through this whole thing don't (laughs) don't tell him that he's he got so much enjoyment out of this shit i oh my god it was so messy it was so messy it was just it was bad but but you know what you know what i um i'm still like friends with them and they worked Mm -hmm. it out they ended up working it out. Oh, okay. See, communication can it's all it takes. can do a lot. It can do a whole lot. Sure do. People be surprised, like, about um, just the extent of what a good conversation can do in your relationship. Right. Yeah, and it's it might not be an easy conversation to have. It might be hard. It might hurt a little bit. You might hear some things from your partner mm-hmm. that you didn't that you didn't expect to hear or want or to hear. Or that you didn't want to hear. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, once it's all out there, then you both are on the same page and move on on from there and that's the thing about conversating it just there's just a lot of learning through that you know through having a simple conversation with a stranger or a significant other is just you learn so much more about other people but yourself mostly Mm -hmm. and essentially that's what we want to do here in the podcast right we want to keep having these conversations with you guys and bringing you new topics and speaking about social media being way too serious and controversial these days, mm. let's talk about, I don't have the app. So I firsthand have only seen this once again with the most reliable source mm. that I can quote, Twitter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I swear, it's, it's Twitter reliable. is like my safe space. I, I, I get all, like, I learned so Everything. much from Twitter. Everything. So much I'm adulting with Twitter. Mm. Um, but recently, Dre and I have came across these TikToks of nurses, yeah. right, basically shaming people for seeking medical attention. Like, in a nutshell, that's literally what happened. Yeah. So, for those of you who aren't familiar, TikTok is an app that allows you to upload videos. Mm-hmm. And so, this nurse uploaded a video, and she's like an ER nurse, right? Mm-hmm. And she talks about her experience with patients who come into the ER for a regular checkup, a non-emergent checkup. Mm -hmm. And she says she encourages people to get a, what is it, what is it called? Um, Uh, Oh, um, basically a primary primary doctor, right. To get, she advises these people to get a primary doctor and to stop coming to the ER because she was trained for threatening emergencies mm. and not to give you a checkup. Mm. You fucking ignorant piece of shit. Okay? So, here's the problem. Yeah. We already have a shitty ass medical Medicare system? Medicare system. Right. Okay? We already have a shitty ass Medicare system. People can't afford this shit. And Ob- right. I'm sorry. I know I I absolutely love Obama, but Obamacare was a fucking flop. Right. It was. It was mm-hmm. a fucking flop. Like you're paying all kinds of fucking fees for for shit that you probably weren't even getting done. Mm-hmm. And you know, monthly rates and they the whole sh- thing was a fucking flop. Mm-hmm. But I now have Kaiser okay. through my mom. And so it fucking sucks ass, dude. Like, it sucks ass because I only pay a copay. Mm-hmm. So I can only talk from my perspective, but I only pay a copay for any visit. So I only usually pay $20 for anything. Like, I could be having, like, an IUD removal and all I have to pay is $20. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, oh, that that's like, fuck, I wish I had her insurance. Yeah. No, the fuck you don't. Because these people know that I'm not paying for shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to be left in the doctor's like for fucking four hours till I finally get seen. Mm. I get the shittiest service. Like, yeah. 
they just come in there and they're like, hey, I'm Dr. So-and-so, so now I'm going to do this. And I'm like, well, can we talk about the side effects? Can we talk about uh, my options? Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm fairly young. Like, how is this going to affect me? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, they're not interested in having these conversations anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And they treat you a certain way because they know they know what your yes. uh, status is as far as, like, what you're paying them or, like, what you're not paying Exactly. Like, yeah. like if you're not paying out-of-pocket costs, they don't care for running tests. Mm-hmm. You know, recently, I injured myself at work. And I'm not going to say a lot for legal reasons because I may not be able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But so I have been having the shittiest medical attention ever. Like, mm-hmm. they don't. So I was hurt, like, six months ago. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until three months ago that I fucking finally got an MRI. And they realized, oh, shit, there really is something wrong with you. Why did it take you three months? Like, what the fuck happened? Three months. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck happened in your career where you decided, you know what? Fuck these people. I don't want to help people anymore. Right, right. It becomes (laughs) more about the money than it is about about taking care of people, which is what it should be. You know, you have the Hippocratic Oath where, you know, you're you're supposed to help people. But that's that's it becomes about money. It becomes way too much about money. So I'm saying, like, man, like, you literally applied for this job. Right. You went to med school for this. You decided at some point in your life this is what you wanted to do. Right. And then what happened? Like, halfway through, you were just like, oh, fuck this. I fucking hate my life, and I fucking hate my job. And I'm just going to be miserable and give the shittiest service ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. you literally get paid to check on patients, like right. when the fuck did you not like that? Because you literally went through hell yeah. to do just that. Yeah. And now you can't do the one job that you have. Right. Explain that shit to me. Right. And let me just say, if you if you're one of these nurses out here making TikToks like that, like get a new fucking job. Like why are you right. why are you a nurse if you if that's not what you if you don't want to take care of people regardless of like what they have going on how do you know that it's not an emergency mm-hmm. if you don't even if you're not even gonna look at them how do you know if it's not an emergency how do they know it's not an emergency they don't they don't know right you know they don't know what's wrong with them that's why they're there but they just don't have the the necessary resources to go through the proper channels to get a primary care physician or anything like that so so you know if if all they have is the er then maybe you know just at least look worth the look that's what i'm saying like i live when it comes to medical things i always say it's better safe than sorry yeah and nine times out of ten i'm at the hospital getting it it could be a minor bruise and i'm up there getting checked get you better run all these tests on me mm-hmm. and um clear me because i think like it's my life yeah you know what i mean like we're not we're not dealing it's not like we're at starbucks and you're giving me shitty customer service because you don't want to make my fucking latte like this is my life right you know what i mean and it's unfortunate because um i fuck man i suck but i literally have the name of this person in the tip of my tongue but she speaks for um African-American women Mm -hmm. in the Medicare system and how their pain is never taken seriously. Mm, So there was this case um, back in 2016, I believe, of this woman who ended up having breast cancer. And she complained of tenderness and like Mm -hmm. ache and stuff like that. Um, And she was a fairly sized woman. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, they they were just like, here, have some ibuprofen, go home. You're probably just sore. Because like, also when women um, are going through their menstrual period, right. you get a lot of like soreness and tenderness on your boobs too. Right. And so, you know, they took the whole, like the whole thing was just like overlooked. She was neglected. And this woman was paying like premium Obamacare. Like she was paying the most that you could possibly pay. Mm -hmm. And she still was overlooked. And so, you know, she ended up beating cancer. Thank God she ended up beating it. But Mm. it took so long and she had to go through so much. Something that could have been avoided in the early stages because you can undergo like a surgery where they um, take just that one part yeah. right right and so she ended up having to go through the whole like instead of just doing one surgery she ended up going through chemo radiation all kinds of medication yeah. nearly losing her life because these doctors decided that 
it was just something as plain as soreness. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was breast cancer. And I'm just like, how the hell do you miss that? Yeah, right. How do you miss that? You have to neglect somebody. To to that's literally your job though. That, right, that's right. what's upsetting to me. It's just like, dude, you're getting you're getting paid for this shit. Like mm-hmm. it's not something that you're volunteering your time to do. Yeah. So the fact that this woman was overlooked is just it's upsetting to me. And I've had a female friends who also go through this where they have questions about their periods or birth mm-hmm. controls and they're very mm, they're very intrusive. Like it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, why go on birth control? When you could just, you know, mm-hmm. save it for marriage. Right. It's like, well, quite right. frankly, that's, that's not your decision. Like, if I say the dick is good, the dick is good, and I'm gonna take it now. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I've right, had right. I've I've yeah. had somebody tell me that. So I yeah. have currently the IUD. Okay. And that's a device that they insert in your cervix. Yeah. And I, so, gonna, I don't I don't know too much about that. Like, yeah. What what is that it's process an, like is it like surgery they gotta like go no in. it's no. not like surgery they really just like open you up okay this is a visual for all our male male listeners also our female because a lot i know it's not very commonly used yet mm. but so basically they open your vagina up and they hold it open and that shit hurts shit. and then they clamp your cervix that shit hurts I- yeah they clamp it and they use like another device to put in literally like a. Uh, I don't really like remember the name of like the product that they use, but it's kind of uh-huh. like like metal, not not metal, but like wire. The, you know what I'm talking about? Wire. Yeah. Like copper. Like. What? Yeah. Yeah. So there's the copper one, and then there's like another one, right? I could just be. Damn, I was dead ass joking too. Oh no. shit. <laughs> no, but. Ladies, don't take medical advice from me, please. Just look this shit up because I am very forgetful these days. So, um, but it's like some kind of fucking thing, and they just put it in your cervix, um, and it's it it allows you to have raw sex. God bless, but like ninety eight percent that are doing this. I wow, yeah, it's y'all, a fucking process. y'all are really taking one for the team, like for, for sure, real. like for I, sure. Because if it was if it was the other way around, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could do it. I mean, for the right one, you probably would. You know what I'm saying? Like it just mm, for me, it was like, how good is it, and do I really want it? You know, <laughs> really, that's really what it came down to. When I ended up getting right. the IUD, it was more like, yeah, I don't. I still sometimes do use condoms, but it's sometimes it's just like you know, you know. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just it's way different. Everybody knows this. Like yeah. Let's just be real. Right. Like, I, if if you were if you were single, would you would you keep the IUD? A hundred percent. Really. A hundred percent. Yeah, because okay. it's not something that I have to take on the daily. So like mm-hmm. pills. Yeah. Um. The only uh, downside to it was like um, weight gain and like anxiety. Mm-hmm. But it's certainly something that. I've been able to live with. It's painless. After the insertion, it's completely painless. Um, mm-hmm. If you have an irregular period, it helps regulate it. Um, mm-hmm. And it just allows you for good sex with no protection. Yeah. You, can, you can, but can't you still, you can still get a, a STD with IUD, right? Yes, you can. That's why I said I do mm-hmm. still use condoms. Okay, okay, gotcha. But just like on those, um, Occasions where you're right. feeling a little frisky. You feel a little frisky. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got but, you. You got know you. what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. Don't take your medical advice from me. You know, I don't even have a degree yet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm serious. So, yeah, but it's definitely, I. it comes highly recommended for me. Yes, it, I think it protects you like 98% chance that you won't get pregnant, but okay. it hasn't upset me. Um, it's a really, really great product. And you can, you have the option to get one for three years, mm. five years. And 10 years. 10 years? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy because when they told me that, what I thought about was like 10 years raw sex. Like I don't have to buy condoms. Yo, that's crazy. I was like, yeah, yeah, I want the 10 years. Yeah. And if you guys don't know, my boyfriend is like older than me. He's like three years older than me. Mm -hmm. So my boyfriend was like three years. I'm going to be, he's like, he's like 10 years. I'm going to be 30 by then. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I forgot. I was like, I really wasn't (laughs) thinking about it. I was just like, I really was just like excited because I was like for 10 years, like I don't, it's easy. You don't don't have to do anything. Right, right. Um, 
So, yeah, I ended up getting the five years, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome. I think yeah. it's awesome. And I, but I'm also ready for men to undergo birth control. You know, I actually I've been using this method that um, I think is really effective. You better stop. Um, I think, you know, just it's it's really it's really good for that same, you know, you like you said, just the raw, like you feeling frisky. <laughs> you know, you just uh, <clears throat> it's called the uh, dismount. You just, you know, stop. you uh, stop. you're horrible. <laughs> right before you right you're before horrible. you die, you just you just jump right out and you just like, I'm so dead. You, <laughs> and then and then when you when you jump out, your partner gives you like a score. You know, it's like a one to ten. Like you're like, oh shit, that was tight. No. You know, that's 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 at least an eight. That don't forget a, the wipey. Don't forget the uh, yo. Keep some baby wipes. I just saw something on I saw something on Twitter where it was like, it was like, oh, if you have. Uh, Men, if you have women friends come into your house all the time, you should keep a drawer of like all this, all oh, these like I seen the feminine products. Dildo? Stop, that's fucking nah. disgusting. We we not doing that. No, no, that's like a tell tell sign. If women, if you go to a man's house and he got a drawer full of uh, feminine products uh, for you, and y'all not seeing each other like that, you should probably run because he's probably going to murder yeah, you. Hit. The hills, girl, because that's the first sign. And don't think, oh, so sweet, he did it for me, cause he. Ne-. No, he didn't. He don't give a rat's ass about you. Yeah, he got the he got the rotation. Mm-hmm. That's a hey. I don't know. That's a, that's too. And to my to my to my guys that got that got the rotation, it's don't tell on yourself. All right, just <laughs> it's fine. I have no I, look. Look, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm listen, riding with you, my guys. Listen. My guys, I'm riding with you. You're gonna. But our, don't our, tell on yourself. Our listeners yeah. are going to stop tuning in if you start being an ancient nigga right now. Okay, stop doing this, that. Stop telling on yourself, what? Jay. I, listen, this I got This is why I said open relationships. I got a rep I got a rep for my guys. I got a rep for my guys on this podcast. I hear you. I can't I can't help it. I'm sorry. I hear you. So, but but okay. But also, us, you know. You know. Hit us up. Let us know. Like yeah. But no, like uh, I think, but the health, the health thing is really important. Yeah, I think that that's really that's a really a good a good topic to touch on. I think we um, should get we should get back to talking about that more in twenty twenty <laughs> as a community, as yes. a community for real, for real. Yes, like, yes. like we should really talk about like sexual health and things like that. And um, I think that it's important to be aware that you can you can catch something and it'll stay with you for the rest of your life. Yes. And so you got to be you got to be careful out there in these streets. And let's also encourage people who have caught, you know, because I've heard of an unfortunate case Mm -hmm. where this young lady caught something at a very young age Mm -hmm. um, because, and this was like, this was the fucked up part, right? Like it's, so this was the first time for her, like she was a full on virgin. This guy managed to get her to do it raw. Yeah. This is why I said like it's don't don't do it raw with just anybody, especially if it's your first time. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not in a relationship and it's like a one thing go, like we're not there yet. Our our generation isn't there yet. Like men don't aren't getting checkups as usually as they should, you know what I mean? Like right. we're not having those conversations yet. So we can't just trust anybody. And this young lady unfortunately did and she ended up catching something that's going to stay with her for the rest of her life. When I heard about that, I made a decision. If you're going to be with me, I don't give a fuck who you are. If mm-hmm. it's the first time, you're getting tested. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we have to be comfortable with making those decisions. And we have to be comfortable with having those conversations. Because, hun, if you want to hit, you're going to get tested yeah. before all of that. I don't care. Because yeah. it's not it's not like the fucking movies where we can just meet each other at the bar and go fucking the restroom. No, it's not as easy as that anymore. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, there's too many things going around these days. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. after I heard that story, I was like, yo, the next person's getting tested. Oh, you know absolutely. what I mean? And you got to get text. You got to get tested. You got to get tested at least every six months. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, men, I highly encourage you to reach out to your primary doctors because nine times out of ten, mm-hmm. I have a lot of male friends who don't have one. Yeah. who don't get checkups, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they're just out here just being dogs. And I'm like, yo, that's fine. Like, go fuck as many people as you want to fuck, but just be clean about it, you know what I mean? Because you catch something, you're going to give all these other girls something. Mm-hmm. And that's just like the unfortunate part because, yeah. um, you know what I mean? Like, 
first of all, it's illegal. Let's talk about that. It's illegal for you to have something and know you and have knowingly it and, and give it to somebody else. Give it yeah. to somebody else. That's, that's illegal. Crime. That's assault. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's assault. So let just men and women, mm-hmm. let's get more educated. Yeah. Let's get comfortable with having these conversations because it's real life shit. It's happening. It's out there. People are catching it. Yeah. So let's just fucking talk about it. Let's get educated about it. Right. Because you know what I mean? Like it's easy to lay with somebody, mm-hmm. but when you find out you got something. Yeah. You know what it's, I mean? It's it can be life changing. It can be sure absolutely life changing. And don't don't be out there ruining people's lives for for yep. a quick. You know what I'm saying for the for the night. You know what I'm saying. So just just be be aware and be um, be careful out there. So yeah. and and I meant like this is why for me it's important to keep Planned Parenthood alive because Planned Parenthood offers these services for free. Oh my god. I'm, so, listen, you I know, <laughs> there's no reason why we shouldn't be getting tested. No. There's no reason why um you should be going more than 6 months to a year without seeing a primary doctor. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because there's just there's just too many health factors and there's shit that you can be contract and listen, some of these things you don't have s- symptoms for. Mm-hmm. Like especially in males, males are less prone to um, having symptoms mm-hmm. for something that they've caught mm-hmm. uh, versus women, they tend to be a bit more sensitive. So um, in that nature, so that's what I'm saying. Planned Parenthood, it's there. You know, um, there's like just you know you're on your phone all the time anyway. Like right. look them up. You know what I mean? Yeah, look yeah. them up. You know, they have these um, mobile trucks where they do, like, free HIV screening. I see them all the time in my neighborhood. I see them a lot. I see yeah. them a lot, like, downtown area. Like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, like, Silver Lake around there. Like, I, I've seen them. Yeah. Those are, those are really dope, actually. I think we should have more yep. of those. You can definitely catch those on MLK and Broadway. They have a little setup there. Um, every few months, you know, it's, like, free HIV, STD screening, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, let's just and let's also create a safe space for people who have, um, you know, contract uh, contracted some of these things. You know, yeah. they could be life threatening, but there's scientific proof now that if you know, it doesn't matter if you're in the same room with them. Like, you're not gonna contract. You know what I mean? Like yeah. back in the seventies, like when HIV was coming out and stuff like that. Like it was a big thing where they were like, oh, we don't want you in the same area as us or things like that right, or right. like in like the air or whatever paranoia yeah. right so yo it's 2020 like let's get educated mm-hmm. um but you know what i mean like let's just let's stop making these people feel less than mm-hmm. because nine times out of ten these people didn't get these things because they chose to you know what i right, mean like right. half because the time people just, don't know yeah. um so this is real life shit um and again, we want to create this safe space for people to be able to have these conversations and open up about this. So, yeah. you know, let's just not, you know, kick them when they're down. Right. I agree. That was good. Damn, we killed that. We that did. Tight. We did. <laughs> that was tight. That's mm-hmm. our goal, man, to get you guys to start having these conversations. Start talking about everything we talk about. You know what I mean? Like, let's talk about... The relationships, New Year's resolutions, your health. Let's talk about, you know, open relationships. Like yeah. whether you, you know, like the types of things you can get from having sexual intercourse. You know what I mean? Yeah. All those things are real. They're happening. So we might as well deal with them. Yeah. We might as well just, you know, have these conversations and be more knowledgeable about them. Mm. Um, and you don't always have to agree with Dre and I have to say. Right. She do not have to listen to us though. <laughs> no, That's but sure. you know what? Keep tuning in. If you like what you're listening to, this is what you're going to get from us. Real, raw, honest perspectives. Um, we're just here to share our knowledge with you all. And hopefully it sparks something in you. Hopefully this year you're going to take those New Year's resolutions seriously. You're going to get up off your ass and you're going to go do something that you fear that you would never in a million years think that you would. Yeah. You know, hopefully we've encouraged you to have that conversation with your boo about why he does or doesn't post you enough. You know what I mean? Oh, and if you don't have a boo and you got <laughs> you got somebody you've been looking at, 
shoot your shot. This is this, shoot it. Shoot your fucking shot. I'm. That's what I'm about this year. I'm like I'm shooting shots. Shoot up all your. I'm shots. outside the. I'm outside the arena in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm shooting from way out there. Like I'm trying be a to. Mess. I'm trying to man get me a little you know, give me a little dime this year or something. You know what I'm saying? Listen. But we'll see. Book the flight. Don't flight, even worry travel. about it. You know what I mean? Like travel. Tra- go experience life. Go experience different perspectives, different people, different diversities. Yeah. Do it all. Do it all. This is the decade to do it. We're getting old. You might as well do it now and fuck up now. Fuck up in ten years when you have a kid. Yeah. And you realize you're miserable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Right. No. For real. Like yeah. Like just do it. Do it. That's what we're all about. That's what this segment was about. Is just get up off your ass and do it. We're doing it. We're here. We're waking up every morning, bringing y'all these topics, these new segments. Um, and thank God for that opportunity. So Absolutely. let's just keep being thankful. Let's keep being open-minded. Let's uh, be better listeners. Yeah, absolutely. And before we close this out, I just want to uh, just say, um, you know, because um, my, my, I have family in the, in the Philippines. So, okay. you know, and uh, there's like a big volcano eruption out there uh, yeah, it just yeah, happened yeah. and so you know just want to send my well wishes to everybody out there and just send my love and um well rest in peace mac miller real quick yes. that that album is really amazing yes, and i'm that just was crazy i've been crying listening to it all morning so i'm gonna go continue to do that <laughs> yeah yo let's celebrate life while we got it you know what celebrate i mean life. there's just people facing volcanoes and then there's people that, you know, unfortunately are, you know, taking their own lives. So let's just celebrate it while we're here. Let's take full advantage of it. Let's, you know, just keep, just keep living, yeah, honestly. Keep living. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're here another day. You might as well do it. You might as well get on board. So with that being said, thank you once again for tuning in with. What you think? This is Dre. Um, and Cece. Yeah. And we'll see you on our next segment. See you next time. Thank you.